hours, and we are live here in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside, and the earthquakes continue. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I was telling these guys. Sorry, I was. It's like, man, I, I'm almost at a loss for words. We're running out of goats before the show. I was saying, uh-huh. we're, we're running out of goats to retire or get fired. Well, and I said, well, does that mean like next week? Are they going to, is it going to shift uh, the media? Like, is Paul Feinbaum going to come out and say, I've peace out. Thanks for the memories. I'm done. I mean, so, uh, earmuffs, Ted and Adam Johnson. Is Jim Rome going to come out and be like, hey, I'm done. Peace out. So we're like the goats and media going to re- is next week the goats and media retiring? It's quite possible. You know, Pat Sajak announced he's stepping down. I'm um, see what I mean? I mean, there's the TV goats. So So there we go with that. You didn't hear about that? Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, Ryan Seacrest will replace him. Oh no. That, I'm serious. That's that's happening. That's yeah. not that's not No, a joke. yeah, no, that's That's been out there for a little bit. That's also, that's pretty well documented. Yes, yes it is. So I'm just saying that, you know, that's that that's already been out there. So, I mean, sure. I mean, because we're kind of running out of coaching goats. It's the it's the end of uh, of eras here. Uh, Greg Popovich is still out there. Not for long. <laughs> When's the season end? <laughs> well, depends on well for the Spurs probably around mid March. I don't know though. Well, they I, yeah. with them drafting this Wimby guy. He may want to stick around for a while. It, it would seem this guy looks pretty good. Th- this season, it would seem their season's going to end around Valentine's Day. But you know, because they're not very good. No. No, it's going to. They're going. He's going to need more help. Yeah, they're going to need some more help. Tim Duncan didn't do it by himself. David Robinson no. didn't do it by himself. Tony no. Parker didn't do it by himself. Manu Ginobili. Ginobili didn't do it by himself. So yeah, it's going to take so, a little bit. He's going to need some more, some more power, star so, power around him. You know, it, it is the end of an era here, and that's okay. Eras come to an end. Um, you know, before this, there were there were people. You know, there was Tom Landry and and Chuck Knoll and those guys, and then they moved on. Yeah, but they didn't do it. Bill the Walsh. Same week. I mean, that's probably day true. day after day. That's probably true. That's you know. No, I would agree that Chuck Knoll, Bill Walsh, and and Tom Landry did not retire in the same week. I don't no, think I re- that was a I week re- in no. sports history. No, I don't think that. I, I think I'm pretty sure that didn't happen. Pretty sure that didn't align up. No, they all had very different ends. They did. So, I was driving home from the show yesterday. Yeah, and I'm just watching my phone. You know, it's I've got it like on a stand. You know, that's that's what we do now. We've got you know for like these phone stands. Yeah, hands free. That's the law. It's just sitting there, and it's just. It just keeps lighting. Yeah. It's one text after the after other. And I'm like, you What's know, happened my now? immediate reaction is always because I've been doing this for a long time. And usually it's bad, right? Yeah. Like it's not good. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it wasn't them texting me going, Hey, we're trying to get a hold of you and give you a raise. Yeah. Give you a contract extension. Yeah. It's never those. Things. You didn't get that message? No. Oh. No, that's not yeah. how it works. Not typically. Hey, man, we're, tr- we're, where are you? We're trying to get a hold of you. We're trying to give you more money. Yeah. We're trying to give you more years. No. Trying to give you a new car. No. Where are you? No. Those are those are never. Well, maybe you get those. No. I don't get. No, those. I certainly don't. No. I don't get those. Stuff. No, I don't get those. No, it's usually. Oh no! What what's happened? Who's been, you know, who's been fired or heaven forbid, who have we lost? Like you know, that's that's how it's worked for me over the last thirty years. Like, oh no. What 
why am I getting, you know, I'm on a phone call or I'm away from my phone and I come back and it's like 17, you know, missed calls or, you know, 19 new text messages. And I'm like, I was away from my phone for 15 minutes. That's not good. That's typically how it works. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. So I'm driving, you know, not very fast because I was on 24. Yeah. So clearly I'm, I was crawling. Yeah. Still driving. So I can't check messages. Not supposed to. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Something. Like, what is going on? Something, there's been a disturbance just, in the force. Justin, don't you like how he's making sure to, that if any police are listening, that he's obeying the law? It's, 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 listen. Well, even if, I mean, they can't. Do anything they about can't it. do anything about it now. It's, it's, yeah. They that have to catch Wednesday. him in the act. I yeah. noticed you covering yourself up good. They have to catch him in the act. Yeah, I don't think you can really <laughs> you can't just... Admit to it. it's, not, it's not homicide. Hey, this, oh, it's, it's not, right. Just so you know, yesterday, I think I went a little bit over speed limit in my neighborhood. It's not it, like it they doesn't can come down way. here and be like, hey, we heard you on the radio say, yesterday, you may have exceeded, exceeded the speed limit. So we're here to write you it, a ticket. It doesn't work I, I don't that think way. it works It doesn't work that way. So... I appreciate that. Well, if you were on 24, they know you weren't going very fast. <laughs> well, I know yeah. that. It's right. It's self-explanatory. Yes. <laughs> going towards Timber County. That time oh, of day. Oh, we got it. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, the, you know, the first kaboom, uh, as we've had many kabooms this week, yeah. is Nick's. What? Nick's it? No. No, we've talked to Bill Keen like almost weekly this yeah. year. Like we've asked him about Nick Saban. And, you know, he's said, no, he's. Not going anywhere. Like, no, he's not retiring. Yeah, Nick Saban's retiring. Yeah. Yes, he is. And then this morning. What? What? Did you feel that rumble? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... Bill Belichick is out in New England. Yeah. What? So that my first reaction was, we're running out of goats, folks. I mean, I, I, I am I missing... Who's next? Um, uh, LeBron? Well, there you go. I guess at, he's going to retire. At some point. He's going to retire at the end of the season. At some point, yeah. He's he's going to have to. Yeah. That's, that's a that, good one. That's going to happen. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I have much stronger feelings on Nick Saban than I do Bill Belichick, which is crazy, but it's true. What do you mean by that? Um, As far as my my reaction, um, uh, as far as his... His legacy is concerned uh, because of my time down there in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've run across uh, Coach Belichick, oh, let's see, you know, two to three, four times, um, you know, during the career. Um, but but Nick Saban in Alabama, you know, I, I was among the media horde uh, that was down in Tuscaloosa when Nick Saban was hired uh, down there at the Tuscaloosa airport. And I was one of... If you watch the if you watch the video, you'll see me somewhere uh, among the reporters trying to shove a microphone into Nick Saban's face as he gets off the plane uh, there in Tuscaloosa. Um, you were on the tarmac. I was on the tarmac. Yes, wow. sir. Oh yeah, wow. I was I was right down there. Uh, I was um, talked to the fans. I went to the opening press conference the next day. Um, you know, I, I, I did, two, I call it my two days in Tuscaloosa. I did two days in Tuscaloosa down there working for the ABC affiliate out of Huntsville, Alabama, and led the coverage down there. Talked to members of the board of trustees for Alabama, did the whole thing and got a real sense of how deep Alabama football is, uh, to the people down there and remember the, the saga that led to the hiring of Nick Saban to begin with. 
the whole, well, I'm not going to be the, I'm not going to be the Alabama coach. The whole denial while he was with the Dolphins. Uh, they almost hired Rich Rodriguez, and the only reason no, they, they tried to, the only reason they did not hire Rich Rodriguez is because his wife did not want to live in Tuscaloosa, no, Alabama. Actually, they did hire him. That's true. And then the next day, he called them back and said, "Well, he called them back because his wife did not yeah. want to live in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Other than that, whoops. Other than that, whoops." They were going to hire Rich Rodriguez, or they did hire Rich Rodriguez to take that job. Um, and a lot of people are asking questions about whether or not, you know, can Alabama win the national championship without Nick Saban? And, and I just want to take a, just a half a second to just answer that question real quick. Can Alabama win the national championship without Nick Saban? Well, next year, probably not. I, I don't think they're going to win the national championship without Nick Saban next year. Can Alabama still survive as a football program without Nick Saban? And, and, and forgive me, forgive me. You have to be 12 years old to, to ask that question seriously. Because, you know, they've only been... Alabama is not a Nick Saban product. Alabama has been Alabama before Nick Saban got there. Alabama is every bit the Lakers. They are every bit the Yankees. They are every bit the Pittsburgh Steelers. They they are they are them. Don't get it. I don't know why people are confused. Like they are just this Nick Saban product because that's what they've been for the last fifteen years, and that's that's accurate. Yeah, well, there was a guy they called the Bear. Yeah, Bear Bryant. Yeah, Bear Bryant. You know the previous goat before yeah. Nick. Yeah. You know he came through and won a whole lot of football games. He was there longer than seventeen seasons. He was. One, you know, national champ. You know, the 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 stadium they play in, you know, is named after him. He spanned four decades. Yeah, yeah. And it started the, in the fifties. After Coach, and he retired in the eighties. After Coach Bryant, the next decade. It took a while. It took a while. <laughs> it did take a while. There's a lot of swings and misses. It, listen, it took a while. Um, but there there was a uh, there was a gentleman who's still living. Uh, by the way. Uh, you know he's he's not in the the best health of all time, um, but Coach Gene Stallings mm-hmm. um, won the national championship uh, in 1996 mm-hmm. uh, down there with Alabama. So uh, no, yeah. 92, 92. Excuse 92. me, you're right, 92. Jay Barker they beat company. Miami. Yes, Jay Barker is the quarterback and all that. You're right, 92. 96 was the last SEC title for them for a long time before before the drought really hit uh, after that. Um, but the answer is yes. The answer is they as a program, they as a school, they as a football legacy is much bigger than Nick Saban. So I know the focus is on Nick Saban today, and it should be. that that And, that, and it should be because it's been a wild ride. But anybody who thinks this has to be the end of Alabama football because Nick Saban has walked off the scene just hasn't, you know, that that means you've been stuck in, stuck in, the, in the here and now and you haven't looked back because you know that that Alabama is not Notre Dame. It is, you know, it's just not. And I and I know you know Notre Dame's last championship was 1988, and they won a bunch of championships before that. Alabama has continued on. They're not stuck, you know, back there. They've continued on in large part because of Nick Saban. But you know they're they're deeper than just one coach. They really are. Bear Bryant retired in 82. So, look, it's going to take a while. Sure. I mean, I, I, I've said it. 
and they're going to hire somebody and nobody knows, you know, I guess supposedly Dan Lanning, uh, Dan Lanning at Oregon has said he's staying. Uh, seems like Lane Kiffin is out. So I don't know where this is going. I don't know either. Um, there's, there was video footage. But we never know. Down in Tuscaloosa last night that they were chanting, we don't want Dabo. That was interesting. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know where this is going. I just know that there's a real possibility. And I mean a real possibility. Like I would put it at 90-something percentile, even though it is Alabama. By the way, Already a five-star recruit said, you know what? I'm changing my mind. Oh, yeah. And oh, that's, that's going to happen. happen. It's going to oh, happen. Oh, that's going to happen. They are not going to be the same. No. Okay, they're not. No, not for a while. It's it's going to, it's just not. Oh, so yeah. you, you have to brace yourself and understand that. And, and look, it's, you're talking about the best of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The best of all time. You got to soak that in while you got it. And this just in, I, I, I don't that's I think over. New England, <laughs> it's very clear. Oh, they're learning. Their run is, is is over, too. And it's been over. I get it. The last three seasons have been not good. No. Um, and this year was atrocious. So we'll see where that goes. But it, it is crazy to see the likes of the, the names. That, I mean, just well, think about it. Yeah. And by the way, unfortunately for him. Yeah. He's been lost in a shuffle of greatness. It's Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's barely getting discussed. And this just in. Pete Carroll's a Hall of Fame guy. Hall of Fame? He's first ballot Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. Nobody's even really talking about him. No. Because he's been lost in this wave of all this stuff. You know what else has been lost in all of this? Um, There's the NFL playoffs this weekend. How about that? And... Nobody's talking about it. I saw somebody previewing that. Yeah, I was like, I, oh, yeah. That's why I want to remind everybody that the NFL playoffs actually start this weekend. I was like, like Saturday. I was like, Buccaneers versus Eagles. That's right. Yeah, there's playoffs this weekend. They go play some football. And no, no, nobody's talking about it. No. And in this market, of course, and there's by mm. the way, there's eight markets around the country that have been affected yeah. by their news. And some were, you know. Some were not surprises at all, right? So no. most of the markets have been bracing for all their change, right? I would say Seattle probably is a little bit, they probably woke up a little bit like us. Like, wow, okay. I mean, no. even if you kind of thought something, like I don't think anybody really thought it was going to be Tuesday, right? I don't think in no. Seattle, most of the other markets, you know, I don't think Atlanta was surprised, Carolina. No, no, no. You know, no. So, some Carolina already had an opening. Yep. What are they going to do in Vegas? Who knows? Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, but those markets are still talking about the next coach. Yeah. They're talking about what happened. You know, how did we get in this mess? The point is, they're going to have monster ratings this weekend, and no one's talking about the NFL playoffs. No. Right now. No one. Because the next the next legacy is being built this weekend for somebody. Somebody's gonna, you know, add a Lombardi uh, to their to their case uh, coming up here in about a month, and you know, and you know, it's gonna add to their to their next legacy or dynasty or whatever it is, whatever you want to call it here. Um, but you know, it, it's it's interesting that we're losing these particular uh, men who, are, by the way, are very closely connected uh, in a lot of different ways too. Is Saban uh, and Belichick. And Pete Carroll, um, you know the, the the coaching circle is is really tight, and those three gentlemen. Well, Saban and Belichick are big buddies. I oh mean, yeah, 
I mean, Saban. Well, they coached for the same staff. When I was staff, in yeah. Cleveland covering the Browns, yeah. when Bill Belichick was the coach, Nick Saban was on that staff. Now, yeah. I didn't know he was on the staff at the time. Who knew? Nobody knew who he was. Who knew? But he was on that staff Yeah, in uh, the uh, mid-'90s. A, a lot of people forget uh, Bill Belichick took over the uh, New England Patriots in 2000. Uh, the coach in New England before Bill, Bill Belichick. Pete Carroll. Was Pete Carroll. Yeah. But isn't, that, isn't that insane? I mean, how does that go? You know, and I, there's there's these newspaper clippings going around. I'm sure you've seen it as well. Uh, an old newspaper clipping from uh, a small newspaper in Ohio from uh, 1980. Could you explain that to the younger audience listening? What a newspaper clipping So is. a newspaper clipping. 25 and under. A newspaper is this thing that used to be uh, dropped off at the front door, or you could buy one at your local gas station or convenience store. They used to have these machines as well where you could put in a coin, a coin, these small pieces of metal that you used to keep in your in your, in your pocket. Coins. or maybe Not, not tokens, but coins. No, coins. coins. Like, like quarters and yeah, stuff? Quarters, dimes, nickels, and pennies. Now, if you're not from it, a quarter is worth 25 cents. That's correct. A dime was worth ten. Yes. Nickel was worth five. five. Yes, correct. And then that shiny penny was worth one. That was one cent. And if you put the right combination of those things into a machine, you could pull it open and take one of these. You're only supposed to take one. You're only supposed to take one. Some people would violate. That. Some people would violate and then go resell that. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can grab this thing called a newspaper, and a newspaper was something that was printed every day. Every day. And it had. New information about things happening around the world inside of it. And wait a minute. And a lot of people would fight to get those newspapers in the morning time going to work. You know, remember that? They were very valuable very pieces valuable. of uh, I don't remember information. the fights. I don't you know? Okay. Oh, no. I, oh. You know, well, you know, you're rushing to try to get rushing. one before they ran out, depending on where you, you were. You were in a better neighborhood than I was. Any, anyway, listen, uh, bottom, bottom know, line is this. We'll discuss off the air. Bottom line is this. <laughs> There was a clipping out there that, that shows in 1980, Nick Saban uh, was, uh, was, was going to be an assistant coach uh, over at, at, a, at a new school. He was being hired away to a new school, and Ohio State uh, was looking for a brand-new secondary coach where Nick Saban had been serving. And they decided to hire Pete Carroll to replace Nick Saban at, at Ohio State. I know Saban was at Kent State, wasn't he? He was at Kent State. That's where he went to play college football. But early in his career, he didn't coach there. He um, maybe at the beginning, grad assistant, maybe a grad assistant or something. But at one point, Nick Saban was a secondaries coach at Ohio State, and Pete Carroll was hired to succeed him at Ohio mm. State as a secondary coach mm. in 1980. Yeah, which is he did. He was a GA. Uh, and he was on Kent State staff for about six or no three looks like three seasons. Three seasons. Yeah. But do you see the Ohio State there as well on the resume for uh, nineteen eighty and eighty one? There you go. And Pete Carroll either followed him or I guess I guess in this case may have been before then. So it, it, they they followed each other though, you know, in the coaching circle, and both of them ended up being all time great coaches in their own rights and you know both of them had their own fair share of controversies and and all of it but it's it's amazing to watch it really has been both of them we'll come back we're wide open today again because one a lot of you want to talk and that's why we're here and we we got a lot of stuff to talk about too 615-844-5600 um there is an article in The Athletic mm. from Joe Rexroad and Diana Russini that we'll touch on, too, when we come back concerning the situation here in our market. More of The McFarland Show 
here on Nashville Sports Radio. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. And now, the fine folks at Nick's Construction and Remodeling are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. It can wait. This message courtesy of Nick's Construction and Remodeling, serving the area with quality and pride. Call Nick's Construction and Remodeling today at 931-952-9587. 931-952-9587 for all your interior and exterior construction and remodeling needs. That's Nick's Construction and Remodeling. They do it all. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6th to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. 
Back here on the McFarland Show, 615-844-5600. We're here in the Strike to Spare Family Fun Center studio. Don't forget, every day you can watch us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And on our YouTube page, just go uh, on the search WNSR Live is where you can find it. And you can also message us on there as well. We'll get to those comments. You can always tweet at us. That's always uh, people do that as well. So, um. A lot to talk about. Been a crazy week. Crazy, mm-hmm. crazy sports week. Mm-hmm. So there was an article in The Athletic from mm-hmm. Joe Rexroad here locally and Diana Rossini, who was a long time at ESPN, now at The Athletic. And it was talking about the situation here with the Titans. Now, it's no secret that Diana Rossini has been well, has been very much plugged in to this organization for a good while. True. Yes, A lot of reports have come when she was at uh, ESPN from Diana Rossini. A lot. Mm -hmm. So she definitely had an in. She had someone inside the walls feeding her a lot of information. Now, everybody can speculate, you know, here, there. It doesn't doesn't matter. She's had a source in there for sure. And she has been one of the people that we've gotten a lot of information out of. Over the years. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now she's writing with The Athletic. Joe Rexroad has been with The Athletic for years, does a great job. Um, you know, longtime columnist and uh, writer, you know, now on the radio side as well, but does a great job. And they talked about, I guess, the situation here in Nashville and what kind of what some of the stuff that was going on behind the scenes. Any takeaways from that? I mean,. <laughs> The only takeaways from that that you know that I kind of glean from from any of that is that I I don't know who and what to believe honestly at this point about any of this because you're hearing Mike Vrabel wanted total control over player personnel then you hear somebody else say oh that's not true he didn't want that at all he he just wanted to you know have final. Uh, he just wanted someone else to have final say over the player. I, I I don't know what to believe about any of it. I don't know what Mike Vrabel wanted or didn't want. And again, I circle back to the fact that the, the, the biggest problem in all of this is that we're having to ask the question to begin with. We don't know who had final say about player personnel. We don't know who was doing the drafting. We don't know who was putting together the draft board, really, and who was making final decisions on players. We don't know. We don't know. So we're forced to ask these questions, and and that, to me, is the bigger problem. And that, to me, regardless of whatever happened with Mike Vrabel or didn't happen with Mike Vrabel or whatever he wanted or didn't want, I guess it doesn't matter anymore because he's not here. So for me, the the, the thing that, that makes my mind boggle is the fact that Amy Adams Strunk, the owner of the team, the controlling owner, got on to a camera and a microphone and told everyone that would listen that she would make a determination after the coach was hired about who would have final say over what over the football team, over personnel. That she's that's what she said. She's like, "Well, I'll make sure that's clear after we hire the coach." Why? Why 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 are we waiting until after we hire the coach? Is there some debate? Are we using that as some type of 
bargaining or negotiating chip? Are you afraid that maybe you're not going to be able to get the right candidate that you want because you're you're going to give that away right now to Rand Carthen and you're afraid that if you give that kind of control away to Rand Carthen that you are not going to be able to get the kind of person that you want? Is that part of this? Like, wh- why is this a secret? Yeah. I, I don't understand that part. Completely agree. I don't understand that part. So, with the, with going back to Diana Rossini, I don't know what to believe. It is my experience that anybody talking right now has some type of agenda that they're trying to accomplish. Um, so, in situations like this, if people are telling me things, and I'm speaking as a journalist now, if people are telling me things, I take everything in a situation like this with a slight grain of salt. Well, you could have said that. When all the smoke articles were coming out. And I did. And Right. And what happened? <laughs> and what happened? And I did. And it was true. Yeah. Or at least, well, some version of it is right. true. There was, there was we definitely. Still, we still don't know exactly what part of any of that is true and what Fair. wasn't. But there was fire. Yes. Okay, there was fire. Something happened. Okay. There, we saw smoke billowing out of the windows, but there was fire. Yes. Okay? Something was going on. And then someone was fired. So this is what I think. I agree with what you're saying, your assessment. We, we don't know. But when you say, but he's gone, so who cares? Well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to respond and say, well, okay. But with that being said, we are left to try to figure out this jigsaw puzzle. Okay. And part of that is what you just said for me. There's too many question marks. It feels like we're playing the game Qbert. Okay, we're all walking around and we've got like this question mark and these oh, symbols school. above our head going, what, what is going on? Like, where are we right now? Because nobody's answering anything. Okay, now a lot of it we talked about yesterday. We took a lot of calls and we talked yesterday about the Rand Carthon press conference. A lot of it was unfair. Also, I don't think he did himself any favors, but also a lot of it was unfair. He stood up there. And he just had to take the bullets. And he didn't have a shield. And he didn't have Wonder Woman bracelets. And people were firing bullets left and right. And he had to sit there and try to dodge them. Uh, But I also think there were times when he didn't help himself. But again, going back to the organizational structure, Mm -hmm. they don't do people any favors because they don't have people in place that are willing to talk. And again, that is your choice. You don't have to. But when you don't talk as an organization, in this case, a huge organization, you leave everybody, and I mean everybody, yeah, the media, the fans. And now, don't forget, keep this in mind. Fans are just like the media today. You know why? Because they all have phones and they all have social media accounts, right? Yes. And some of them as we know, want to be media members. They want to cover the team. Yeah. And so there what what happens is you've got all these people with we and we have all these outlets for people to form their opinions. And if you're not going to talk, you're going to leave everybody out there, whether professional or just a fan, to form their own opinions. Is that a good thing? Is that what you want everybody speculating what may or may not be going on? behind the scenes, or maybe you get people in place that are willing to get up there and actually talk about things. Again, you don't have to... Rand Carthon didn't have to pull out when he was asked, well, what are you guys trying to do? Well, here's the folder, guys. I'm going to lay it on the table here. You guys can come up here and sift through all of our notes. 
You can take pictures, so you can write them in the you know in your articles, uh, and you can talk about them on Sports Talk Radio mm-hmm. here. TV Justin yep. and Steve Layman, TV Steve Layman, TV John Burton. Here you go. You guys can use this for your TV shows, your TV stations. Here, here's the folder right here. You don't have to do that. Yeah. Okay. But you got to say something. You can't say secret, secret. We've got a secret. Ah, you know, we're not willing to talk about that right now. Well, that's not how it works. <laughs> it's like Rand Carthon at the, you know, when the draft asking, a, well, I'm not going to talk about, you know, that, that, what? The, you just drafted a kid. What do you mean you're not going to talk? Like, that's not how it works. Let them, let them have their day. No, that's, they are having their day. That's not how it works, Rand. So you have to be able to say something. And so, again, here we sit because Amy Adams-Strunk chose, again, her choice, her right, to do a four- to five-minute canned interview where she knew the questions and it was scripted and she knew what she was going to say to release out there to Titans fandom. And, again, what did it answer? Well, left a lot more questions than answers in some ways, but I think it was better so than was not saying mission, anything. Was it mission accomplished? Well, I what, mean, I guess what was her mission? It, if you put it in that category, well, it's better than nothing. Then okay, I guess mission was accomplished. What was her mission? I don't. I don't know. We're, we're assuming you didn't. They didn't. She didn't say much. So I don't know what the mission was. We, we, yeah, I'm sure she had a message that she wanted to get out. And the message was that, you know, I fired Mike Vrabel because I found that the results that we had over the last couple of years were, or a couple, yeah, a couple of years were unsatisfactory. And that's why we, we made the move that we made. And she does, she has made it very clear that she does not want to sit in front of the media and answer questions. Now, and I will say this she does not have to sit in front of the media. And, you know, in front of the cabal over there and answer questions from 30 journalists at a time. She doesn't have to do that. There's a lot of different ways that you can communicate with the public without doing that. She could very easily. And and listen, I'm not a genius. The people over there know that. We talked about them yesterday. The media relations folks at the Titans are highly experienced people. They know how to get communications out to people. They know very well they can sit Miss Amy down within one-on-one situations with any number of people and get communication out to the masses and have it not look the way that it looked the other day. They know that. They know that. Oh, they kind of did with Teresa Walker. Which they kind of did with Teresa Walker. Clearly, clearly, Miss Amy didn't like the way that turned out, or maybe she did, and she just hasn't gotten around to calling Teresa yet, or whatever. But maybe there was something about that interaction that she didn't care for with the way that turned out, which is why she decided to do it this way. I don't know. I, I don't know. This is what I do know. If you don't want to sit down in front of the cabal and take questions with people throwing things out at you one or the other, and you don't feel like that's the best way for you to communicate, and you don't feel like that fits your communication style, okay, fine. You can sit down one-on-one in a nice quiet room with John Burton, with Steve Lehman, with Joe Jelinek, with anybody. Name. You can sit down and have a conversation with yourself, 
with myself. You can come sit down right over here in the chair and talk to Greg Pogue. You can do that without all the noise. Without the throng. Without the throng. You can sit down and you can do that and still get very productive communication out of the situation without it throwing into, without it turning into a pie-throwing contest. All right? Because there are some media members, and I'm not trying to defend Miss Amy. I'm really not. I'm really not. I'm just trying to be real about the situation. There are some people over there who would try to make it into that. Who would? For the sake of clicks and attention. And if she she doesn't want to expose herself to that, okay, I got you. But you don't have to do it like that, though. You don't have to wall yourself off, though. You don't. Some of yeah, not everybody's there's a, there's here. There's a to, middle ground. Not everybody's here to hurt you. Okay. Yeah, right. Some of us just want to know what's going on. And if you're here for an honest dialogue, then there are people out here to have that honest dialogue with. All right, we'll come back. More of the McFarland show. We're going to hear a little bit of what Robert Kraft had to say today, with uh, Bill Belichick being shown the door. He did it. He stood up. He did. And took questions from the Boston media. There you go. We'll come back. We'll hear a little bit of that on the other side as you listen to The McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. And now for today's winning Cash 3 and Cash 4 numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team from any seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville Double Stack, or the world-famous Bar Lines Grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar Lines Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Prize picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, prizepicks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. PrizePicks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. 
This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. You just start with Brable being fired. Mm-hmm. Your initial reaction. Called it, felt it coming for weeks now, if not months. Not surprised. That's, he, my, that's he, my reaction. I thought he got himself fired. How so? Just by being Mike Brable. Yeah. I think if he really, really wanted to be the coach here, he would be. I agree with you 100%. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Your exclusive National Sports Radio, WNSR, Skyscan Forecast. Sunny this afternoon, we'll have a high temperature of 56. It comes cloudy with showers developing tonight, low 42. Fairly cloudy and windy, showers and a thunderstorm Friday, high 58. Winds gusting to 45 miles per hour. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Derek Mason has hired his offensive coordinator at Middle Tennessee. Bodie Reeder is going to be the new OC Okay, down in the borough. You can listen uh, to us down in the borough on 107.9. Uh, he served the uh, past two seasons as the OC at Northern Iowa. Good deal. So Derek Mason continuing to put together his staff. Let's check in a little bit of Robert Kraft, a little Q&A session today with the announcement of Bill Belichick is out in New England. Let's just hear a little bit of what uh, the owner, Robert Kraft, had to say. You, you referenced him as the greatest of all time, and you said that's part of what made this such a hard decision, but that you both felt it was the best decision. Why did you feel it was the right decision? Well, the last three years have been pretty tough. And I know uh, for our dedicated fans and myself and, you know, in life, I just learn things happen. And um, our family is the custodian of this asset, the New England Patriots. And we know how important it is to the psyche of the community and what's gone on here the last three, four years isn't what we want. So we have a responsibility to do what we can to fix it to the best of our ability. Robert, uh, there's been a narrative out there for years that people say it was all Tom Brady, you know, when it comes to what happened on the field with this football team. How much in your eyes was it Tom Brady and Bill Belichick when it comes to everything that's been accomplished over the last 24 seasons? You know, it's it's not the first time I've heard that question. But, you know, why I love the NFL and why I think it's great for young people to play it, it's, it's a great lesson in life because I don't think there's anything else, any other sport or any other experience that's as much team-based and collective-based as football. Um, And I don't think either one of those two would have accomplished what they accomplished if they weren't together. And it's, you know, I think they're both the best 
at their professions. And, you know, we were lucky to have them together for two decades. Robert, Bill mentioned earlier this week that he is under contract, or he was under contract for next season. Did you give any consideration to trading him, try to recoup some compensation for him? Yeah, that's an interesting question. As, you know, I'm fortunate um, in our family, our businesses are all private. And so we try to create a culture and develop an environment where people want to stay and stay long term. And yeah, I guess if you look at this as a transaction, you know, he he is so valuable and how we could extract something. I I didn't think that was right. I didn't think it was right for Tom Brady who gave us 20 years and I and I don't think it's right for Bill that I think each of them earned the right to be in a position where they should do what's right for us, given what they have done for this franchise. So some people might criticize me for not, you know, extracting as much value, and I understand that, but we just try to do what we think is right for the proper values and ability to operate and try to get people who want to come and feel that we're going to treat them fairly. Hey, Robert. Um, this being such an emotional day and seeing you and Bill together and the emotions that you guys shared, it makes you wonder, do you have any reservations at all whether or not this is the right decision in any way? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, this is a results business, and certain things in life, it's instinctual. I think both of us felt that the time was right for each of us to go off in our separate directions. But, you know, what was really, I mean, you all know Bill, you know Bill as well as I do. For him to say he'll always be a patriot and, you know, it gives us, I mean, it's great. And, you know, the last few days, since Monday, since we've been thinking about it and talking about it, I think our relationship went to a new place because, you know, this is very hard. Any of you who are in, in, it's like a marriage, and things don't always go great, and, you know, you get through the difficult times, and it makes the relationship stronger, and I think we had a chance to do that over the last almost quarter of a century. So I think both of us felt that at this point in time, it was in our mutual interest to each go our own way. But knowing that we have that bond and foundation that's really hard in this business to create very hard anyhow okay there there was a just a little piece of robert Kraft today talking 
taking a little Q&A session yeah. from the Boston media. I wanted to play a little bit of that. Uh, yeah. Look, uh, if you read all the comments on YouTube, you know, that's where they, we were we were playing that stream from. I mean, it's it's pretty heavy if they want Vrabel. We can discuss that to wrap up hour number one as you listen to the McFarland Show, WNSR. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night Keith Book. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans. We talk SEC football. We talk NBA. We talk everything. And we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us.
You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. We'll do our NFL Top 10 going into the playoffs. It will indeed mm-hmm. be our last installment. We would have done it yesterday. We've been doing it all year Wednesdays at 3. But Yesterday was busy. Considering the circumstances, we had to move it to today. So we busy. will do that today. By the way, yes, if you're just joining us, there are NFL playoffs this weekend. I know no one knows that because <laughs> no one's talking about it. But there are playoffs this weekend. So we'll do our Top 10 uh, coming up here shortly our, our final one of the year kind of just to go into the playoffs so it'll be fun to do that uh you know all the chatter is with bill belichick out if you you know we were just watching the the comments on the threads on youtube the that's the that's where we were playing that robert Kraft. a little bit of um the q a today with the media people are saying you know mike Vrabel, get mike Vrabel, and i i believe it's pretty safe to say it's going to be either mike Vrabel or gerard mayo I, i'd be I'd be shocked if it's anybody else. I would agree. Uh, I believe it's going to be Mike Vrabel. I believe all those reports were talking about how Mike Vrabel is coveted. Uh, if you read the the athletic article that we've been referencing, it seems like there was real tension with Amy Adams Strunk and that whole during their bye week when he went up yeah. there and was honored and um, some of the things that he said. Uh, and apparently, you know, that stuff festered. They didn't talk about it. Again, that's what was in the article sure. reported by Diana Rossini sure. and Joe Rex wrote. Sure. So, uh, again, I would put it, if I was betting on it, I would absolutely click the button that says Mike Vrabel and put my chips that he's going to be the next coach. What I want to find out while we were talking about this earlier in the hour, Justin, is because yeah. at some point we've got to figure out the direction of this organization, this franchise, because I thought it was coming out from what it was in the past. And was coming out on the better side. And now we're about to find out. Are these moves right? So far, getting rid of Mike Malarkey, what? He just won a playoff game, was the right move. Sure. Mike Vrabel was the right move. Yeah. Getting rid of John Robinson for Rand Carthon, verdict's still out. It's an incomplete. Don't yeah. know yet. Don't know. So, so far, she's been right. Okay? She's been right when she's, re- you know, jumped out there and just said, you're fired. You know, kind of like... Her father. Like, that's what Bud Adams bit. did. Okay? No, that's, that's exactly like Dad. I mean, she watched Dad do it his whole life, uh, her whole life. And so she's kind of done that. And that's fine. It's worked out so far. But now the real case study, this is where we're going to find out, Justin. Mm-hmm. Is Rand Carthon the right man? I don't know. Time will tell. Is moving on from Mike Vrabel the right move? Time is about to tell, right? We're about to find out because... If this thing goes back into the abyss for a while and this ends up being a disaster and you're moving into a new stadium in 2027, wow. oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. Let, let's not pretend like it couldn't have been a disaster with Mike Vrabel here. And, and you know, so if it, if it turns into a disaster like it wasn't going to be a disaster with Mike, it could have been a disaster with Mike Vrabel standing right over there on the sideline with, you know, with the, the, the shoveled look on his face. It could have still been a disaster. Well, yeah, but I'm saying players have left here, and it's been well documented on the show. We've talked about it. Why are they going elsewhere and being? They're healthy. Yeah, they're playing well, but yet they weren't. It, it didn't work out here. Why? Well, so at some point you have to blame that on the coach, and we did. I understand. I did. So if he goes on somewhere else, let's say the Patriots, and the Patriots are really good, they become playoff teams every year, and 
The Titans are not making the playoffs. It's going to be like... I understand. Uh, you know, it can look questionable. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. NFL Top 10, our final installment of the year. That's coming up next. Five sixty AM, ninety five nine FM, Brentwood, Nashville, one zero seven nine FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first twenty four hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. Talks continue to pass a spending package before next week's government shutdown deadline. In the Senate, though, Chuck Schumer rolling out a short-term fix. ABC's Ann Flaherty is in Washington. With the clock ticking and Congress having yet to pass a single appropriations bill, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is moving ahead with a plan to pass a temporary spending bill. Schumer says there will be a procedural vote next Tuesday that would pave the way to keep the government fully open past the 19th. House Speaker Mike Johnson hasn't said whether he'd support such a plan. Ann Flaherty, ABC News, Washington. Government data showing consumer prices rose 3.4 percent in December compared to last year and were unexpectedly up from the month before. Prices are going down for gas, milk and eggs from last year, but still high due to inflation. Bill Belichick announcing he's leaving the New Englandian Patriots. He led the team to six Super Bowl wins and spent 24 years with the franchise. No word where he might go next. This is ABC News. Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck buck here, buck buck there, here buck, there buck, everywhere buck buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Attention business owners. WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville Sports Radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Go me the money! 
Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Alrighty then. Now, The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour on this Thursday afternoon. Hope everybody's having a great day so far. Darren and Justin here with you. One more hour to go. 615-844-5600. You can also watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Also, if, you, uh, if you're if you watching us on YouTube, you can comment, too. We can uh, read those comments. We can respond uh, like Eric in Columbia has done. He's been talking about um, Nick Saban. Very cool. Retiring. I've I told him, and we were kind of going back and forth. And we have we didn't really touch on this. I, I don't think there's any doubt NIL and the transfer portal yeah, played, have played a heavy played part. Uh, and it's probably why it'll it'll I think play a part in Jim. Jim Harwell's got a little bit different set of circumstances, but I'm sure that doesn't help either, yeah. right? If he ends up jumping to the NFL. It's not the same it's, game. Right, exactly. It's just a totally different game. We're talking about a guy who's seventy two years old and he's like, Really? Yeah. Do I really want to he's I want this player, he wants to come here, but he wants you know, five hundred fifty thousand. What? And I have to negotiate this. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's you know, I'm sure that played a big part in all of this. So uh, yeah, Nick Saban retiring yesterday, right as we uh, exited stage left. All right, there's a couple things to pass along real quick. Yeah. Uh, one, the Titans a couple of hours ago, and I haven't brought it up because I told Justin during the break if I bring it up, I'll just be negative because I'm like really. It's cool. I watched them, and I want to talk about it and be positive. It's like, really, you did that today, Titans? You 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 put out the new renderings of the stadium today? Really? Yeah. Like, look, hey, look over here. Yeah. Hey, did you guys see these renderings? Yeah. Look how cool this new stadium is. I mean, it's like. They sure did. Okay, I like it, but no, no, because I'm not going to be pot. Like, you can't. Don't do that today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. New rendering. This, Come on. Listen, this is what I said yesterday, and I and I may and I and you know I did. I made mention of this you yesterday. That well, what about the fan relations? I said, listen, half of this organization, the the administration portion, the business portion of this organization is squarely focused on building this new facility, building this brand new two point two billion dollar dome stadium. Because of how big of an investment that it is, think about everything that Nissan Stadium has meant to this city over the last 30 years. This new dome stadium is going to mean twice as much. Uh, yeah. Maybe three times. I was going to say, probably go three times. Maybe three times as much. They've got to get it right. Because we have seen what it's like, Darren, when a city invests in a new stadium and it's wrong, Turner Field. And it's wrong, the kingdom in Seattle. And it's wrong. You know, we've seen it. Tropicana Dome. Tropicana. We've seen it, what what it's like when they don't get it right. So, and then we've seen what it's like when they do get it right. AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Mm-hmm. SoFi, SoFi Stadium. Yep. We, we've seen what it's like, what, what it can do when you do get it right. Yep. So. Minneapolis. The, the bank. Yep. Let, let's see what... They're going to give it their best swing, and that's where their focus is. So, so here they are. Okay. So, if you want to check that out, I've retweeted it or reposted it or whatever today. Really? Today? <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. Because and, and this and this is why I said. Remember, they can and people have said we got to get the brand new coach right. Listen, 
You can hire a brand new coach. If he stinks, you can get you can fire them in a year and a half. If you build the new stadium and it stinks, you're stuck with it for the next three decades. Yeah. You, that that one you're right. You can't get wrong. You can't miss it. No, you, you can't, can't miss. You gotta nail it. All right. The other thing that they are doing on the football front, uh, before we get to our top ten very quickly, Zian Rappaport, uh, he reported a few hours ago that uh the Bengals Offensive coordinator Brian Callahan, uh, who has been requested for multiple interviews, uh, is going to speak with the Tennessee Titans tomorrow. This is according to Ian Rappaport. And then he'll talk with the Los Angeles Chargers about their opening on Tuesday. So the Titans' uh, first reported interview is going to be happening as soon as tomorrow. And by the way, these are the interviews that we know about. It's very possible the Titans could have interviewed somebody today. They could have interviewed somebody yesterday, for all we know. Well, remember, some of these candidates are still playing. That, too. Okay, see, Cincinnati season is over. It so is. All you got to do is just get permission from Cincinnati, and then you can interview. Yeah. So. We know they've interviewed, uh, requested interviews from several candidates. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, guys like Ben Johnson and others that we've seen on the list, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're preparing for playoff games. Okay, DJ Damon, let's, let's get the official music. Final time this year, I promise. We just couldn't. I mean, we just couldn't let it go last week. It's been too popular of us, of a couple of segments once a week. You've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed it. So one last time, right before the playoffs, because we will review this as well. Maybe next week we'll go back and look at some of our weeks and see oh. what it looked like at the beginning of the season, and then we'll do it at the end. Okay, my number one was my number one last week. Obviously, um, they're the number one seed. And um, they are the favorite to win it in the AFC. They don't play anybody this week. They're off. And it's the Baltimore Ravens. So my one and two are exactly my one and two last week. Baltimore, San Francisco, they're both the top seeds in each conference. And I think most people believe that there's a real shot. It could look like 2012. Again in the Super Bowl. Mm. I covered that Super Bowl that whole week leading up to that Super Bowl down in New Orleans. New Orleans. It's when the lights went out. If the you conspiracy. Remember. Harbaugh Bowl. Conspiracy. Harbaugh Bowl. Say that fast three times. Mm. Jim versus John. I had a heavy dose of that all week. When the lights went down in New Orleans. That was my Caesar Milan story. Mm. Remember, I was in a car at Caesar Milan was in a horse buggy mm. and he came right in front of the car and I jumped out to go shake his hand. Only at Super Bowl week. Only at Super Bowl week. Okay, so Baltimore is one, San Francisco is two. The beauty of the NFL playoffs, it's so hard to predict how it's really going to play out. It looks like it's going to be Baltimore, San Francisco. It could easily be neither one of them. Absolutely. Easily. Okay, number three. This is going to have Justin picking up a chair and throwing it across the room. Like, are you serious? You can't trust them. It's the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. What are you thinking? You're not going to have me doing that. This is America. You can do what you want. They play at 3.30 on Fox on Sunday. Yes, sir. They host the Green Bay Packers. It's not at Lambeau Field. It's down in Big D. The Dallas Cowboys. They're the two seed in the NFC. 
They know all the noise. It doesn't mean because they've heard the noise for years and it hasn't changed the narrative. I do wonder, the head coach, if they, I'll just say this, if they lose to Green Bay, he's, he's going to get fired. He will. He'll, he'll be fired. Next week, we'll be talking about the Cowboys looking for a new coach. Mm. I don't think they're going to lose. They're not going to lose to the Packers. But I also do wonder, what does the run have to be for McCarthy to save his job? Because I think there's a lot of pressure on him. A lot. Remember, Kellen Moore out. Mike McCarthy, I can fix this. I'm the new OC slash head coach. Yeah. We'll see. I think Dallas is equipped to make their run. We'll see if they can do it. January has not been... January and February have not been kind to the Cowboys in the last 25 years. No. Almost 30 years, actually. Yeah. Almost 30. Yeah. It's not been kind. No. So, a little leap of faith. I know darn well the other McFarland, Justin, will not have Dallas 3. I feel pretty confident. We never cheat. We don't look at each other's shit. Mm. But I don't think Dallas will be 3 for him. All right, number four, I've been telling you for weeks and weeks and weeks, watch out. They're getting hot. They're getting hot. They're actually going to start things off on Sunday. They're going to host the Steelers. The Steelers are not going to have T.J. Watt. That's a big, huge blow on defense. But they are getting Mika Fitzpatrick back, so that's a big help. So one big blow, but big help coming in as well. Still going to be a lot to overcome. Buffalo is number four. Remember, they won the AFC East. We left them for dead Yes, midway through the season. They end up winning the division. All the way back. So Buffalo is number four. They have warts. We've been talking about it for a good while now. People are going to blame Taylor Swift if they don't make a run. If they lose to the Dolphins, people are definitely going to blame Taylor Swift. But it's still Kansas City. And you know what? Until they lose, I have to give them proper respect. And I'm going to do that. Even though I believe they have a lot of warts. They're not the same team we've seen in the past. You're not going to fix them. It's not a light switch, folks. You don't get to put some magic ointment on this week and the warts go away. That's not how it works. Just can't make it they melt just don't, away like they're that. not going to disappear this week. Mm. Kansas City's five. The Cleveland Browns start the playoffs off. Yes, if just just in case you're you didn't know what? Yeah, yeah. Saturday's playoffs, three thirty on NBC. That's Cleveland right. goes to Houston to take on the Texans. The ten win Texans. Cleveland Browns, I was the biggest doubter on this show. I'm like, come on. Like they keep having these major injuries. They're on their fourth quarterback. What? On the street? Joe Flacco, 38 years old. What? Joe Joe Flacco, the last time we were talking about him in these high regards was 2012 when the Ravens were in the Super Bowl. Maybe that's a little bit of a stretch, but you get my point. (laughs) Cleveland Browns, 11 wins this year. Yeah. Fourth quarterback. Stefanski's done an unbelievable job, and they had huge injuries. Nick Chubb has been basically lost for the entire season. Stud running back. Their right tackle, Jack Conklin. Anybody in this market know that name? I do. Yeah, he was lost at the beginning of the season. ACL, done for the year. Kind of important piece of their offensive line. 
They haven't slowed down a bit. Amari Cooper has been banged up late. They're, it looks like they're going to get him back. Cleveland is a two-point favorite on the road mm. in the playoffs. Mm. Just let that soak in. The Cleveland Browns are number six. You know, I've been a big fan of this team all year. I said they were going to win the division. I said they were going to the playoffs before the season even began. And it's one that I actually got right. The Detroit Lions. And I will tell you, Justin, yeah. with zero hesitation, yeah. this is the game I want to see the most. Yeah. Sunday night, NBC, Lions hosting the Rams. Man, it's got, I, it's got a little I drama. cannot wait. Got a little drama to, to it. see Matthew Stafford yeah. versus Jared Goff. In Detroit. In Detroit. Mercy. Oh, my. I can't wait for that game. Mm. The Lions are number seven. And I truly, by the way, have no idea, as we will have our McFarland six-pack of picks tomorrow, I have no clue how that game's going to play out. Stay away from that thing. Lions are favored by three, three mm-hmm. and a half, depending mm-hmm. on where you look. Stay far away from that. Oof. Philadelphia is number eight. Philadelphia has been going the wrong way for over a month. What, losers of five of their last six, right? Uh, had yeah. the division in hand, had the number one seed in hand, and just went. <laughs> they go down to Tampa to take on the Bucks on Monday night. They'll win that game. They'll get right. They'll beat the Bucks. You heard it here first. Philadelphia is number eight. But I don't think they're going to get right every week. They're just going to get right this week. The L.A. Rams are number nine. I think they're dangerous, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if they beat Detroit. That is such a tricky game. I hate it for Detroit. They haven't won a playoff game since 1991, Mm. and I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Rams beat them. But who knows? The Lions could also smoke them. I don't know. That's why I'm so intrigued by this game. LA Rams are number nine. What a story, by the way. Sean McVay, 10-7 and this year. Remember? They won their Super Bowl. They paid the ultimate prices. They gave away all the draft picks. They just said, we're going for it, and they won it. And so they remember they're supposed to suck the next five years? Yeah. Yeah, well, they're they're in the playoffs this Man, year. They stunk for about one, one year. year. One year, yeah. Got it back together. Almost retired. Almost. <laughs> right. He almost took a sabbatical. Right. And they could, eh, maybe I'll do another year, and they're in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Ten wins. Okay. Welcome back. Number 10. I love this team. You know what? I've said it all year. I've been watching Hard Knocks. I watched it every episode this year. But they're just ravished with injuries. I mean ravished. Every game. Starter after starter. Especially on defense. Especially on defense. Going down one week after another. The Dolphins. Do they have enough to go into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs? I don't know. I'm curious to see Tyreek Hill in Kansas City. But it's going to take more than just Tyreek to beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead in January. I am intrigued by that game. By the way, that game is on Peacock. I have no idea if I'm going to even watch it because I don't have Peacock. It's a streaming service. Yeah. And I don't have that. So I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. I haven't made that decision yet. Miami is number 10. So I've got Baltimore 1. San Francisco 2, Dallas 3, Buffalo 4, Kansas City 5, Cleveland 6, Detroit 7, Philadelphia 8, the LA Rams 9, Miami 
10. That is my top 10 for the last time this season. The other McFarland, Justin, his top 10 next. And now the fine folks at the fence man are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads. Keep an eye out for kids at play and never text and drive. It can wait. This message is courtesy of the fence man, your local fence builder for over 35 years. Call Johnny today for all your fencing needs at 615-498-0492. 615-498-0492. The Fence Man, the professionals who care. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Grizz Nation. Don't miss Ja, Jaron, Dez, and your Memphis Grizzlies this Friday at 7 p.m. when they host the Los Angeles Clippers, presented by Travel Nurses. Catch all the action and be sure to arrive early. The first 5,000 will receive a Jaron Jackson Jr. growth chart. Get hyped, get ready for a Western Conference showdown and secure your tickets today by visiting grizzlies.com. The McFarland Show, video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio.
Welcome back to the McFarland Show, Sports Radio 560 WNSR. We are Nashville Sports Radio. Appreciate you being here with us uh, on this uh, Thursday afternoon as uh, Darren McFarland just went through his top 10 for the NFL playoffs. And um, now it's time for me to go over mine here. And I have to tell you, the NFL playoffs is one of my favorite things of the sports calendar, okay? It, it's fantastic. Because the regular season is over, and now is when we're going to find out the real from the fake. You can make the playoffs, but you got to win these playoff games, okay? So this is where we're going to find out if all that work that you did during the regular season, if it means anything at all. So let's get to it. Top 10 for the NFL playoff edition on this January 11th year of our Lord, 2024. These are the top 10 teams in the National Football League, according to me, as we head into the NFL playoffs. Okay. Now, because this is the NFL playoffs, because we are now playing January football, my criteria about who I think is best is changing a little bit, okay? Just putting it out there. Not that a lot of you agreed with it anyway, but that's okay. It's America. Hold on. Let me check. Yep. Still America. So that means we can agree and disagree about things. So my number one team right now on the top 10 list is going to go back to where I started, and that is the San Francisco 49ers. Now, Justin, why would you do such a thing? Didn't you see the Baltimore Ravens stomp a mud hole in the San Francisco 49ers on TV? Didn't you see that a few weeks ago? Don't you see the Baltimore Ravens are clearly the superior team to the 49ers? Didn't you see it with your own eyes? I sure did. I sure did see that. You know what else that game was? That game was not in January. Nobody went home after that game. Not to stay. That game was nice. That game was cool. But they didn't give away any hardware after that game. Next time they play, if they do, things the stakes might be a little different. And I just wonder. I just wonder. They're going to have to prove how special they really are. So right now, the 49ers, who I think are the more playoff and battle-tested team for the playoffs, not just for, you know, regular season. Oh, we're the better team week to week. Oh, we'll see. No, no, no. Who has been playing the bigger games down the stretch? Who's been tested a little bit more? The 49ers, number one for me. Number two, I'm going to give the Ravens credit where the credit's due. They're number two on the list. The Ravens are incredibly talented. But they've always been talented. Has Has the talent... With Lamar Jackson ever been in question? Has that ever been the question? Whether or not Lamar Jackson is talented enough? No. He's been talented enough. The question is, is that talent going to show when it needs to? That's been the question. That's always been the question. So, that's going to be the question this time. Is Lamar Jackson going to be talented enough in two weeks when they hit the field? Obviously, they're both off this week. So, the 49ers and the Ravens, number one and two. DJ Damon. Do me a favor, take the music down just a little bit because I feel like I'm competing with the horns, my friend. Thank you. Because the horns are powerful. It's the NFL films. I can't overcome all of that. Thank you, sir. I mean, I'm strong, but, you know, they're, that's like 20 horns. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, Baltimore, number two on the list. I'll let them finish here. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. Number three. Um, Again, 
and, and this, and I mean this, the toughest out, and, and, and you know, this is really more of an NBA playoff reference I'm making now, but I'm using it for football. In the NBA playoffs, uh, they have what teams that I call tough outs. That means it's going to be tough to beat this team four times, um, you know, in a given series because of the combination of players that they have. To me, in the NFL, the toughest out is not because of the team, it's because of the quarterback, and the toughest out in the NFL are going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes because of his experience and the fact that he's just pure magic and his confidence level. Um, and, you know, the same thing his father said at the end of that quarterback series, I think, last year. You know, it's his DNA is just different. It just is. It's different to everybody else. They're the toughest out in this whole thing. Now, could they phone their face? <clears throat> could they phone their face against the Miami Dolphins this weekend? Yeah, they could. I just don't think that's going to happen, though. History has shown that the Miami Dolphins haven't won a playoff game in 20-some years. And the fact that they can come in here and beat the Kansas City Chiefs, I, I, oh, it's a big ask for me. I Maybe they can. Maybe they can. I'm just saying for the Miami Dolphins, who have not won a playoff game in 20-something years, for their first playoff win in 20-something years to be against the defending Super Bowl champions on the road, that's 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 pretty tall. I don't know about that. I don't know. Kansas City is the number three team for me, and they're going to remain you know around that area because to me they're they're going to be the hardest team to get out of here because uh, of the unique combinations of Patrick Mahomes and the skills that he has. Unless he gets hurt, then you know all bets are off after that. Number four is the scariest team because they got nothing to lose, and that is the Cleveland Browns. And, you know, normally I wouldn't go with the Cleveland Browns because of their horrible history in the playoffs. I mean, nightmarish history in the playoffs. Not just not just bad. I mean, tragic. I mean, Bill Buckner and everything you want combined terrible history in the NFL playoffs. If you're under a certain age, let's say if you're under the age of 30, and, and you just don't understand. Please just Google certain things about the Cleveland Browns in the playoffs and, and go feel some of that pain that Darren over here is shaking his head about. Just feel that little of that pain and understand where we're coming from here with this. And that pain follows them all. Now, they've had some success. Some. They, you know, they blew out the Steelers a couple of years ago and we all thought they had exercised the demons. And, you know, and, uh, but that stuff is still out there. Ernest Biner is a grown man and still gets emotional about the fumble, okay? John Elway made a lot of money off of the drive. It's it's a real thing up there in Cleveland. But they've got this guy named Joe Flacco now who doesn't care anything about the fumble. He doesn't care anything about the drive. He went and won a Super Bowl on his own with another franchise that's sort of the same franchise but another franchise. You can connect the dots on your own for that. Um, Don't forget the Kelly Holcomb game against the Steelers where they spit the bit in the fourth quarter. Oh, boy. I forgot all they about that. They were huge. They were up big in that game. Forgot about that. Um, okay, so the, the, the Browns have got a rough history. It wasn't Kelly's fault. No, it wasn't. The Browns have got a rough history, really rough history in the playoffs. But I think, I think, Joe, if anybody can overcome the rough history they've got, 
It's Joe Flacco and this particular bunch who, again, have absolutely nothing to lose. They're playing with complete house money. And loose teams in January sometimes can surprise. So the Cleveland Browns, number four on my list. Plus, the defense is really good. Defense is good. Defense come get you. Uh, their front four is, is solid. Number five is uh, a very talented team. The question is, which one's going to show up? And we're talking about the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills have been very hot. Josh Allen and company, riding high. They've come all the way back. They won their division. They get home playoff games. Uh, we all know that place up there in Orchard Park, the place formerly known as Rich Stadium. Yeah, I go back that far. Um, has been a very tough place to play uh, over the years in the playoffs. We all know about the four trips to the Super Bowl and the comebacks and all the other things they've been able to do. But they've got to get a new legacy going. And so far, the playoffs have been tough. And I think Sean McDermott is down to his last bullet. If they get a first-round exit here, I think Sean McDermott is fired Monday morning. I really do. I I don't think you're you're off on that. Is the game Sunday or Monday? I'm sorry, the, the Bills, I've lost the track. Bills, or are they the Monday night game? That is the first game on Sunday. First game on Sunday, okay. Noon, CBS. All right, so... If the Bills bite the dust on Sunday, I predict that Sean McDermott is gone because they've got a generational talent in Josh Allen. We all can agree Josh Allen is really good, very talented. But so far, they are stuck in neutral in the playoffs. And you got to find him somebody that can do more than what they've done. So the Buffalo Bills, very good. But they're stuck in the middle of the road for me at number five because they're untrustworthy come January, and we're in January. So we know what the talent can do, but the talent would suggest they should have already gone to the Super Bowl by now, and they haven't been there yet. So we'll see. Number six on my list. Boy, they've had a great season, and it's been a lot of fun. But boy, they got a tough road to hoe coming up here uh, this weekend, and that is the Detroit Lions. So... Listen, everybody, it comes down to this. Intern Alec, Dr. Detroit, Michigan, all my good friends from Detroit. And listen, I'm a Michigan guy at heart. I spent several years of my life in a beautiful place called, you know, called Berrien Springs, Michigan, right there on the western coast of Michigan. I've been to the sand dunes. I know about it. I know what a Meyer grocery store is. I, you know, I've been inside. I know, I, I, listen, I, I understand. I, I've, I know about the cold, gray days in the Midwest. I'm with you. I'm just saying that the Detroit Lions, even though the Cleveland Browns have a bad history in the playoffs, the Detroit Lions have no history in the playoffs. They haven't been on this stage. It's been a really long time. They've got, uh, they've got some experience here with Jared Goff. Um, a guy who has kind of been there and done that. He's played in the Super Bowl. He's been to the Super Bowl. He's been he's played in the Super Bowl, so he shouldn't be afraid of the moment. They've been waiting a long time for this. I wonder if the emotion, because here's what happens in Detroit. Either the emotion is going to build up and it's going to propel them. It's called nervous energy. It's going to propel them to a blowout win over the Rams, or the emotion is going to build up. And they're going to fall flat. Well, the problem is those emotions, for that to happen in a market like that, you have to get off to the good start. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. If they're down 10 nothing, all the ghosts midway come through out. the first quarter, everybody's going to be like, oh. Here we go again. No. All that energy starts turning the other direction. It's zapped. 
And then, by the way, you got the ghost of Christmas pass on the other sideline with, you know, Matthew Stafford, who's got the Super Bowl ring that you thought that he was coming to Detroit to bring you. And he's won it out there in Los Angeles. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's 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 tough. It's a tough thing. And the, and nothing would bring him more joy than to go up there and go out there and get another one. And, you know, get another one, but get a win here. It wouldn't, they wouldn't get the Super Bowl ring for that, but get a win out there. So the, the, the Lions are number six. I'm not saying they can't win. I'm just saying that the odds are stacked against them. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that they've got a tough out with the Rams, a very experienced team, a very tough out with a very good coach, a very good core. Good luck. Good luck. I'm not saying you can't win. I'm just saying that there's a lot of things stacked against you in this particular game. And the and the Lions are very gettable. So, and you, you got, you, those are not the Buccaneers. Those are the Rams. The Rams are different. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, by the way, the Rams, and this is something else, just to mention, quick out the door. And I'll actually, I'll save that because I got something else to mention about them. Number seven, the Philadelphia Eagles. Listen, I've been saying this uh, about the Eagles. If you have uh, go outside in your, on your local street, if you see a, uh, a, a puddle of something um, trailing down your street, around the corner, up the road, that is the Philadelphia Eagles. They, that means they were on your street at some point because they are leaking oil. They're leaking oil, transmission fluids. They're leaking coolant. Antifreeze. Antifreeze. They're leaking things from underneath their car. And they've been leaking things for weeks. There's no question about it. You can follow it, and the trail will lead you right up there to Lincoln Financial Field. Now, the question is, playoffs have hit. They, too, because of their experience, they made a Super Bowl run last year. Can they get it together? Get it together. Can they go beat the Bucs and find themselves a little playoff courage? Find a little playoff magic. Find a little playoff mojo. Remember who they were. Remember who they are. And continue forward here. That's going to be the question for them. The talent is there. But can they put it all together? The Eagles, number seven for me. Number eight, the Dallas Cowboys. It's nothing more than history. That's it. Listen, it's not about, well, Dak Prescott's pretty good. He, Dak Prescott's been good. This is not the first year that Dak Prescott. Is this the first year that Dak Prescott has shown up and been good? He's been good. So so what's different this year versus the other years for Dak Man, please. He's got to show me that he's going to do something different this year in these playoffs. And I know they won a playoff game against Tom Brady. and I, I got you. I got you. But they've got to do something on the big stage that matches the talent that we know is there. And they have never shown it to us. Ever. Not Dak hasn't. He has never shown us the contract money that he's making and the ability that he has has never all come together on a big stage. So, no, they're number eight for me because I don't know. They're talented. Sure. They're talented, but they've been talented for several years. Their talent doesn't mean anything if they can't go out and execute it when it matters the most in January. So that coming out and going for 350 in October does not impress me if he can't come out here and go for 375 when he needs to against the Packers. Because that's when you need 350, 375 from Dak. That, this is when you need it. 
Okay. So number eight for the Cowboys. We'll see. Uh, number nine, uh, the uh, Miami Dolphins are going to be number nine for me. The Dolphins are uh, another team that is now leaking oil. Uh, and really, they're leaking players uh, because they're they're decimated with injuries. And, I, you know, and again, they haven't won a playoff game in a really long time. And they've got a tough ask to me to go to Kansas City and beat the defending champions after not winning a playoff game in 20-something years. And, you know, good luck to them. We'll see. But good luck. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. But good luck. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe the Chiefs fall flat. Uh, number 10 are going to be the Los Angeles Rams. Number 10 for me. Uh, the Rams this season, and I know it's the regular season, but the Rams this season, what's impressive about them is even though they are the sixth seed in the NFC, the Rams were 5-1 and one in their division. 5-1. and one. In the NFC West, with you know, with Seattle and San Francisco, and the Rams were five and one. They're they're a tough bunch. So you know, it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever, and it shouldn't surprise you if they go beat Detroit coming up here this weekend. So my top ten going into the playoffs: the 49ers at number one, the Ravens at number two, Kansas City at number three, Cleveland at number four, Buffalo at number five, the Lions at number six. Uh, the Eagles at number seven, Dallas at number eight, the Dolphins at number nine, and the Los Angeles Rams at number 10. Do you know there's 14 playoff teams? That means we had to leave four playoff teams out. Yeah, including some division winners. We both left the same four teams out. Did we? Yep. I did not keep track. Bucks, Packers, Steelers, and Texans. Texans. Mm. We both left that the surprised same. Me. You were high on the Texans. Out. You were you had the Texans in your top ten several times this uh, not this my, year. Not my last top ten. Okay. Not my last top ten. All right. Well, yeah, I don't look. Could they be Cleveland? Of course they could be Cleveland. Yes, I they don't can. Know. Yes, they I, can. I would probably, if I'm just being honest, but we can't because I've already done it and that's it. Um, I'd probably switch out. I have Miami at ten. I'd probably switch out Houston because I don't. I, I don't think Miami. I think the injuries are too much. So I don't. I don't think they can win. I think Houston can absolutely win at home. I probably would switch out Miami and Houston, but I didn't. Right. I have Miami. So, right. but we had the same four teams out. That's interesting. Crazy. All right, wide open the rest of the hour. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Tons to react to. More of the McFarland Show next. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. 
You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. And now, Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, backed by 45 years of experience. For all your residential or commercial metal and shingle roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 615-414-8466. 615-414-8466. That's Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. It's a Bill King show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Text the Strike and Spare studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. Don't forget you can watch the show. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. If you go to YouTube, just type in WNSR Live, all one word, in your search. You'll get our stream. By the way, you can also leave us comments there and... We'll either respond to you there or on the air. So you can do that. Uh, Another way to interact with the show. The NFL has put this out today that they have announced so far. These teams are designated for London and Munich next season, which is weird because they don't have all the teams. I don't know why. They would choose to do this. What the criteria is. Yeah. So the Chicago Bears are going to play in London at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. That's where, is that where the Titans played the the Ravens? They played the the Ravens in Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings will also play in London at Tottenham Stadium. Uh, The Jags will play at Wembley in London. And the Carolina Panthers will play in Munich, Germany. The reason I say that is because. They have they'll be playing against someone else, so there's going to be more than four teams. Okay, you know, 
And they're not saying Chicago and Minnesota are playing each other. They're just saying these four teams we're willing to tell you are going to play two of them in Tottenham, one in Wembley, and one in Munich. They wouldn't play a division game in in Europe. No. No. I know, I know you're I not saying that. I don't but, know why they're just not going to wait and release all the teams. Just wait. What, what does this do? Well, it gives the fans of those teams an opportunity to start making some plans. Okay, so you don't know who they're playing yet? It doesn't matter. <laughs> If you want to go see your team over there, you'll you'll you know start. So you're going to let one fan base get a head start on yeah. buying tickets. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Let's go over to Nolansville. Tony is up next. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Um, I checked the almanac, and uh, it said there's supposed to be a full moon for the first seventy five days of this year. <laughs> There's been a full moon all week, that's for sure. It really has, has it not? Um, you know, with Coach Saban stepping down, whether you liked him, whether you like Alabama or not, and all of the stuff, when you look at all the numbers, just the numbers, championships, players going to the draft in first round, uh, it's remarkable, and you've got to respect, whether you're Auburn fans, UT fans, Georgia fans, whoever, you've got to respect somebody that has had that type of record and has produced year in and year out 16 years in a row, 16 years in a row, 10 wins or more. That's unheard of. It's unheard of. Well, that's special. that's so, how you become the best of all time. And right. And so kudos to him. And it's going to be interesting to see who does fill those shoes. But, um, but I did want to say that, uh, with him stepping down, Darren, Justin, you might know this, mm-hmm. you know, who becomes the Dean of the SEC football coaches, the Dean of the SEC, probably stoops at Kentucky. There you go. Mm. And you know who is the dean of the basketball coaches who has the longest tenure? Cal. Right. And so does an athletic director as well. That's something that a lot of people don't know. Mm, so yeah. uh, Barnhart's so been there a long the, time. Right, right. But it's with, you know, and then I told my wife yesterday, and I said, you know who, I said, there's been a lot of talk about Belichick leaving. I said, he'll probably step down or something. I said, because he and Saban are friends, close friends, what we all know. And I said, wouldn't surprise me one bit if they had talked, chit-chatted, or whatever. That, and I said, he will be your next. That was yesterday I told her that. But what's, what is amazing about uh, Saban stepping down, and I know there's all this speculation, and we we talked, you know, the NIL and all that stuff and the portal. But, guys, he was interviewing for defensive coordinator yesterday, three hours before he stepped down. He was interviewing coaches. Who are you talking about? Nick Saban was. Well, Nick Saban today, today, Mm -hmm. and we didn't get a chance to play the audio, but maybe we'll do it tomorrow uh, before we get out here for the week. He he did an interview, a sit-down today with uh, Reese Davis. You'll see it all over ESPN today. They're going to be... It'll be on a loop. I have not seen that. Yeah, he he says that, you know, he was, he just, he just, I guess, I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. I haven't seen it 
in full length Bye. here. I've seen snippets. Of, basically, woke up and said, that's it. <laughs> like I said, I'm paraphrasing. You and just y'all remember when uh, Shashevsky did this and Williams over there at uh, North Carolina? Yeah, let me just I tell you what. A toll on these no, well, the, the the changing of the way mm. college basketball and college football, what's happening in the sport is what took what's taken its toll on these guys. These guys no longer want to. These guys that have been doing this for decades upon decades upon decades are not interested in having discussions about how much to pay this guy or this guy because you only played him 16 minutes in a basketball game is telling Coach K with his skins on the wall, you know what, forget you, Coach. I'm I'm transferring. I'm out of here because it, it's that easy, right? Because everybody can just jump in the portal and they're gone. And these coaches, these old guard coaches, they don't want to deal with that nonsense. NIL on the transfer portal is going to have – a lot of high-profile coaches running for the exits. Let me ask both of y'all this, and I'll get off here, and then I'll listen to you on the on the air. Do y'all feel and see college football the way it was five years ago? I know all the changes. I get all that. But do y'all are y'all now looking at it that Hey, it's college football. You know, we got the college season coming. In. It's more like it's secondary NFL season or a minor league NFL. That's the way I'm feeling about it. I'm losing a lot of my desire and drive as a fan for the big time college football. That's why I'm watching more and more of the FCS stuff. It's just, and I think it's just pushing some of us away from it. Okay. I'm going to listen to y'all's Tony, take thank on that, you. but great Appreciate show, it. guys. Have a great day. Thanks. We'll take our final break, come back, and wrap up Thursday's edition of the McFarland Show next. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game-time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often, there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. 
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. The traditional first year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10 year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20 year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. They put themselves in this position. It's a shame they put themselves in this position because I think not only is the division there to be had, the conference is there to be had. If they had more talent, if they had their stuff together. It's not the murderer's row that we thought the AFC was going to be going into the season. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Titans fans, Preds fans, we have you covered. The McFarland Show. Another busy day. Be one more busy day and we'll call it a week tomorrow. Nick Saban is retired. Bill Belichick out in New England. Mm -hmm. Titans will start their interviews tomorrow. Officially or... Brian Callahan is supposedly first one up. OC in Cincinnati for the Bengals. Mm Mm-hmm. So, a lot going on. Eight job openings in the NFL. We'll find out if anything else happens as soon as we get off the air. I mean, it's been one crazy, <laughs> crazy week. Okay. Let me, let me refresh Real quick here. before we get... <laughs> no, it's not 4 o'clock yet. Man, uh, refresh. Never know. Tony said he's a little bit... You know, I, I said, look, these these coaches, these coaches that have been around, legendary coaches, have been around for a long time, Hall of Fame coaches... This new landscape of college football and college basketball, I should say college athletics, mm-hmm. has a lot of them just saying Jay Wright. He left out Jay Wright, Coach K. Yeah. It could be one of the reasons Jim Harbaugh goes back to the NFL. Yeah. Nick Saban just says, you know what? I'm 72. I'm just tired of the transfer portal, NIL, the new college football that we know it yeah. in 2024. Then there's going to be 12 team playoffs. I mean, it's just. It is changing. It's a no, different it game. has changed. It's different not game. changing. It has changed. Yep. Some will say for the better, and the, for the better would be for the athletes, and I don't have any problem with that. Some would say it's going to be the downfall of college athletics. To be determined. Don't know. But I don't know why a fan would be turned off other than the movement, right? It's ruined bowl games. We've we've certainly discussed that this year. 
it's ruined bowl games. Oh. They're just unwatchable now. I, know, I hate I, it. I know why it's it's messed up for fans. So why would fans, oh, fans be like mad. Tony who are upset? Yeah, why would he be mad? Because there used to be this thing where you play for the pride of the school. Of course. Sure. And you play for the pride of a program and you believe in the coach. And now they've taken a lot of that away. And now you're just playing for the highest bidder. Yeah, the kids are playing for three or four teams before they're yeah. done with college. And so now it's taken away a lot of the romance sure. of okay. playing for that particular. It's taken away the reason why kids are playing. And for that, that taints it for some fans. That's why. That, that's why. That's I don't really think. Is. I don't. I'll be curious. We'll find out. I wonder if college football numbers will go down. I don't believe so. Oh, I think they'll go up. Yeah, TV numbers aren't going down. No. The interest will not go down. Well, no, they had to change it. They can't keep up with the NFL. By the way, Michigan, Washington, highly rated on ESPN this year. Well, it was a, it was well, it was yeah, uh, it was watched, big time. We're out of here today. See you tomorrow at two o'clock. Sports Radio. This is the Zach Gelb Show. Here's your host, Zach Gelb. All righty, rocking and rolling. Hour number.